Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Brian Irwin. Time for lunch with the coach like we do every Monday. Brian, two-time state championship coach of the Lamar Cougars, uh, now in private business, but uh, joins us here on uh, On Texas Football uh, each and every week to give his thoughts. Uh, this episode brought to you by Laura Baker uh, at Keller, uh, Keller Williams. Uh, Brian, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this, and I you were at the game on Saturday, so I'm going to kind of just open it up in that regard. What were your initial takeaways? Initial takeaways: We completely dominated the game. Uh, uh, they were they were outclassed by our guys. Uh, talent, speed, strength, physicality. Uh, the game was never in question. We dominated from from the get go. Um, you know, we, we we came ready to play. That was that's an awesome deal. We came out ready to play, and and uh, you know, I'd be disappointed if we weren't. You know, we got ninety plus thousand uh, fans in the in the stands and, and we're sitting here playing week to week to, to put ourselves in position to ultimately play for a big 12 championship and maybe even hopefully a national championship. So um, guys came ready to play. We dominated um, and, and uh, the game was never in doubt. Got it. Um, part of the reason though, right, for that is clearly the defense. Uh, you and I were talking before this and you, you just really thought the defense took a step forward, even though they're playing an off, they were playing an offense that ranked 122 in the country. Yeah, you know, dominate your opponent, regardless of who it is. Uh, our defensive guys can't control where they stand statistically, but what our guys can do is come out, take care of business, and be energized and jazzed up and ready to play. We dominated up front. Um, I thought Jalen Ford from the you know, inside backer position played really well. Really well. Uh, it appeared to me that, you know, we played Anthony Hill more at inside backer uh, from the get-go. I think that increased our athleticism right there in that spot, uh, able to make more plays in space. And uh, we did play some odd defense um, in some, you know, third and long situations. And then because our de defensive front dominated so much, it really helped our secondary and and uh, the corners and safeties played well. It, it's interesting to me, uh, you know, not only did the, the, the Tavondre Sweat with seven and a half tackles, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned Anthony Hill. Uh, moving forward, other guys on the defense ha had a big contribution as well. Not just the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah, Morris Blackwell. I love, I love how he plays. You know, I mentioned, you know, Morris Blackwell getting Jet Bush. I think Jet Bush is is a key cog in this defense. I mean, he plays well. He plays assignment. I know a lot of times we we're blitzing from the field edge, and, and they ran as an option at him one time where he he he, he dropped off to go to the pitch. He was in position where he'd be a quarterback player, but by the design of the defense being slanted to him, he was a, a, a zone dropper into the boundary. And he recognized it. He zone dropped to the pitch. We ended up making the tackle on the quarterback. A little bit later, same thing. I think it was on the pick when Janae Barron came off the edge and he deflected it. So he did the same thing. We're bringing that pressure from the field edge. So he's, he's a zone dropper into the boundary flat. Um, I just think I like the way he executes. Both he, uh, Maurice Blackwell, Taff is playing. I mean, Michael Taff's a good player. I mean, I, I know that you know he's he's had his knocks. That guy's around the football. He's getting some picks. He's always active, throwing his body around. I thought Keaton Crawford. Think he's getting a little bit better. He 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 played a little more solidly. So our role players like that. I guess what not really role players, but are not superstars. Like we know who our superstars are: Sweat, Murphy, you know, uh, Jalen Ford. Those types of guys. They have to play great. But we need those other guys to to really step up and, and play really, really well. And right now, I see that happening with guys like Mo Blackwell, guys like Jed Bush, 
Michael Taff, um, and and you know, there's a few others. Uh, before we talk about the the next aspect of this uh, with lunch with the coach, I want to say thank you to our sponsor. That's Laura Baker of Keller Williams. Uh, if you're looking for a home in or around Austin, or looking to sell your property, you need an Austin real estate expert and a Longhorn like Laura Baker. Give her a shout. Five one two. 7840505 that's 5127840505 or reach out to her at laura at andyallenteam.com she has decades of experience in the Austin area uh Brian you and I talked before this the second thing you thought that that was really key to this victory after the domination of the defense were special teams you really couldn't quit going on and on about that yeah I mean we could talk all day about that special teams is is so big. We've been great all year long. Have we had a few bad plays here and there? Yeah. But we've been great from jump jump street and special teams. Uh, we talked about it going into the season, you and I, you know, with our kicker. and uh, We needed we need kickoffs uh, a little bit more effective. We need to punt the ball, you know, for another three or four or five-yard average to be a championship uh, caliber team. Right now, I mean, our punter is just killing the ball. You know, our kickoffs and kickoff cut, we're so good that when they want to knock it out of the back of the end zone, they knock it out of the back of the end zone. When we say, hey, kick it to the one and let's go cover this thing and pin them on the 14-yard line, uh, we're doing that. I thought they had one decent kickoff return the other day that got out to close to the 30. But other than that, our kickoff coverage unit is outstanding. And then, of course, Xavier with the punt return. We finally got that thing unleashed, caught it, got some great blocks. Guys very disciplined in the block. You go back and watch that play and how disciplined a lot of those guys were, making sure you hit those guys up high. We always talk about blocking people, you know, in, in the mouth. You have to block people in the mouth on returns because anywhere, you know, down below the waist, you're going to get called for it. So uh, those guys are coached up. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're big-time coached up. We're talented. Um, we're, we're, we're snapping. We're protecting. We're holding. We're kicking. And, and right now, we are a championship ball club in special teams. We are a – we are a top two, top three team in the country when it comes to special teams. And now we, we got to get that offense and, and that defense to, to rise to that occasion to get us there, uh, you know, one week at a time. Uh, I did rapid reactions and then grading the horns uh, on Sunday with uh, Jerry Hamilton and Justin Wells. Uh, Brian, and after having gone back and watched the game uh, on Saturday night for a second time, I forgot and neglected to mention one of the key blocks on that punt return. Belong mm -hmm. to Austin Jordan. Yeah, uh, a couple other guys were involved, including Juan Davis, Keelan mm -hmm. Robinson. Uh, they, they were other guys were involved, but I thought the one that sprung the whole thing might have been an inside seal block from uh, from uh, Austin Jordan. So my hats off to him. Yeah. Uh, look, we can say what we want about the defense and the special teams, but there was a buzz around Austin on Saturday because of who the quarterback would be. Mm -hmm. debut of Malik Murphy, the big, tall. I mean, you get yeah. a good look at him. He's a big dude in person, right? He's massive. Yeah. And, he's, big, uh, you know, they, takes, about he's bigger than JT Sanders, you know? He's he's huge. Yep. And so he takes the, he takes the ball, gets the first snap, plays the entire game, mm -hmm. has some, you know, problems early on. Threw, threw a ball that he shouldn't have thrown, then took a sack fumble that he probably should have just ate the ball. But overall – Pretty good performance as yeah. a whole for a first start, right? Yeah. In conference play, this wasn't Southern Utah. No. It was BYU, right? And so yeah. what, what were your thoughts overall on the young signal caller? First thought was interesting, and, and, you know, hats off to Sark. We threw the ball early and often, and, and I thought maybe we'd come out and run the ball 
Um, you know, and, and it's, it's not a bad idea. Get, let's get him going. Let's say, Hey, we're confident. In you. We're going to win this thing. We're going to have to do it anyway. So he, we threw it a lot and uh, not just some easy passes. Of course, we know the first play of the game is going to be the, the pass to the flat, you know, and, and, uh, but we ended up losing two or three yards on that play, but come back and hit, uh, Adonai Mitchell on a nice throw. And, uh, you know, he made some other throws, Bobby, that kind of concern me, uh, not kind of, they concern me. Uh, uh, the, the catch to JT Sanders made one handed. That was the safety sitting right there. Um, uh, there's a, there's a great pot and throw it over the top of the guy that was in coverage. The middle field safety's there. Uh, it's a little bit, Scary of a throw, I wouldn't advise. The other one we threw to Xavier, there were three or four defenders right there, and Xavier was complaining he got uh, interfered with, but still there were not just one or two, there were three or four defenders there. I thought that ball live when I was watching it, I thought it was going to get picked. Um, threw it into, into some coverage. And then, of course, the pick he threw was, was it, very much ill-advised. So uh, some concerns there, uh, how, how much confidence he has and throwing that thing into some tight windows. I, I don't necessarily like to see that, but obviously he's got a lot of faith in JT. Um, the fumble, I, I would not pin that on him. I went back and watched that play about 10 times, and we can't put that on him. That that was a protection issue. We had a, we had a guard and a back for that guy. The guard pulled front side, and, and Jonathan Brooks was also off the play. We had two guys responsible for him. And um, and then, you know, we're going to hit X coming off that motion back back to the field. Um, the only thing I would maybe criticize is 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 the protection because the protection was having to be run to the to a two man surface side. So when 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 you're blocking down and pulling the guard out to kick the end to a two man surface side, the edge is very short. Right. Versus the tight end side. So I, I really think that made the edge very, very short. Guard came, misses block, back misses block, and then and then uh, Malik's in there waiting to to dump it to X. And if we get it off, I think X is going to score. He's got all that field to work with, and and he's got about a ten yard cushion on the on the closest defender. He's probably going to score right there. But um, no way we can pin that one on Malik. That was that was that was protection and our schematic. Uh, I didn't like the way we did it with with the short edge right there. Interesting. Um- what were your thoughts overall on Malik, though? I mean, he obviously took care a lot better care of the ball in the second half. Only threw yeah. one ball that I think you'd probably want him to not throw in the future. Yeah. Uh, what What were your thoughts there? Uh, I thought I thought he played really well. Took care of the football. Uh, he's a guy we win with. He's he's a guy we can win big time with. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he settled down. He's got a lot of confidence. I like the way he took the field. I don't know if you could see it on TV or whatever, but man, when he took the field. He he had that Vince Young swag to him. He took the field. His head bob. He was head bobbing. He was dancing to the music before the snap. Um, and and that's the kind of confidence, man. You want to see out of your quarterback. You want to see the body language. You want to hear him talking. You want you want some of that swag and that leadership. And 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 that's something he does bring to the table that that, that Quinn doesn't. You know, uh, Quinn's more lead by example and is a quieter style. But, Man, I love that. I love that QB having that body language and have that swag, and his his teammates love it. Um, I, I tell you what, uh, if there's a pinpoint of of anything that may have went wrong in that game, even though it's a 35 to six dominating performance, uh, it's short yardage and goal line reared its ugly head again. 
your your thoughts on what's going on? We talked about them trying to get that fixed. They did better against Houston, but uh, some of the same things came back to haunt them uh, against BYU. Yeah, it, it was it's disappointing. It's frustrating. Um, I had to get out of my seat and, and leave. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, you just hate to see that. I mean, golly. Knock it in there, you know, get the first down, get, get your yard, get your two yards, whatever it may be. Uh, uh, no doubt we come away from the game. If we have any bad taste at all, that's the bad taste. Um, getting to the 10 yard line or inside the 10 yard line, five yard line a couple times and three times and not getting any points, uh, not, not converting, you know, it's with the fumble with Malik had when he got hit from behind or we get it inside the five and, and, and we don't score in the short yard, it's just bogs down. Um, I liked again to see us run more of a zone or gap scheme and, and not so much of a pin pull scheme and pulling front side guys. I think it's okay to pull a backside lineman like on a power O, you know, your power O type plays that everybody in the country runs. We don't really run it. We don't run the traditional power O with the backside guards pulling up inside, the fullbacks kicking the edge. Um, uh, the one we got stopped on uh, out of the eye formation with Byron Murphy at fullback, we, we pulled a front side lineman and I think with down the goal line, it's so chaotic, and those defensive linemen are penetrating. They're coming off the ball so hard and trying to penetrate. The pin, the front side pulling schemes are very difficult. Uh, those are more for in the field when those D linemen aren't coming off at such a high rate. So um, I like to see us run tradi more traditional blocking schemes, whether it's inside zone, outside zone, or gap schemes. And uh, I don't think it's physical. I really don't. I, I think schematically we can do some things to put ourselves – in a better position. Also with Savian Red, I, I, I'd rather see a mesh and go. I'd rather our, our direct snap and go. He's 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 kind of hesitating back there a little bit too much, waiting for the blocking scheme to develop. I would like to be able to see him get a good hard mesh or ride with another back as that blocking scheme develops, and then he can hit it. I uh, saw a little bit of hesitation out of him the other day, and I don't I don't know if that's due to the lineman or or some type of penetration or to what it is for me is more of the timing of the play. The timings of the plays need to be need to be shored up a little bit more where he's not so hesitant. Interesting. Uh, Brian Irwin, uh, two-time state championship coach for the Lamarck, Lamarck Cougars, joining us on, on Texas Football Lunch with the Coach every Monday. Uh, Brian, uh, overall, a good win for the Longhorns. They now move, uh, as we mentioned in – uh, the opening to four and one in conference play. Mm. Everything they've done up to this point, OU loses, right? Every every good team in the Big 12 right now has one loss, it, it would appear. Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend, Texas plays Kansas State. OU plays Oklahoma State. Iowa State uh, goes up uh, against uh, – I can't even – oh, against Kansas. Mm -hmm. So it's the six one-loss teams all playing one another – Mm -hmm. This is going to be that weekend. Uh, what do you think about just look forward for a little bit right now and tell me how does Texas beat a K-State team that's on a roll right now, has two quarterbacks and an offense playing well, a defense playing its best. They just held Houston this weekend to zero points. Yeah. Uh, how does Texas come out and, you know, move the ball, keep uh, Kansas State's offense at bay? Uh, probably going to go with Malik Murphy again. I don't think Quinn Ewers is going to be back in two weeks or the NAC joint sprain. Mm -hmm. So what's the formula here for Texas this coming weekend? The formula is let's win today. Let's win Monday. 
and 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 let's prepare and let's have a great Monday. Let's win the game today, and then and then let's get to tomorrow when we get when we get in the weight room and we get on the practice field. We get in the film room and we get in the training room and we and we get in the academic room. Let's win that day. So it's one day at a time and and preparing and and, and planning to win this thing. But the preparation starts Monday and it's going to build all the way through. You know, Saturday. That's that's how we have to do it. I know it sounds vanilla. I know it sounds old school. That's the way we have to do it because Bobby, we're not worried about anybody else. We're worried about us and 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 a little bit about K State getting ready because we win, we got a chance. That we know this is the big one. We know this is a big one. We we know that K State is legit. Uh, we're legit. Um, the other teams remaining on our schedule, can they beat us? Yeah, they can beat us, but they're not legit. And this is a big one. We win this week. We're not worried about Iowa State. We're not worried about Oklahoma. We're not worried about anybody else because we win this week. We got a chance to get the Big 12 championship. And I said that last week, right? I'm going to say it every week. As long as we win, we got a chance. And uh, how are we going to do that? Just complete, total, 100% preparation one day at a time. Now, the, the other side of that, you ask how, how can we do it? My first thought is we went in there last year and beat their high tail. They were very good. They were very physical. And that's a tough place to go win. I think we match up well against them. The way we play, the way they play, I really think we match up well. Uh, so uh, I like that part of it too. Interesting. In, in what way does Texas match up well? The defensive front maybe? I think de- defense front's a physical style. They're a physical. They're 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 not going to back down. They're going to they're going to hit try to hit us in the mouth. They're not going to try to run around like Houston did, mesh us to death, and do all this stuff. Uh, they're they're going to come out, try to hit us in the mouth with the running game, take their shots over the top, run the quarterback and design quarterback runs. Uh, they're not going to shy away and try to trick their way to victory. Uh, they think physically they can line up and, and play with us and beat us. And I like our chances. Interesting. Uh, Brian Irwin, uh, you know, I, Brian, I'm, I'm thinking of it and it's interesting because they've now got two quarterbacks at K-State mm-hmm. that they're using. One of them is a freshman. That's a, a true dual threat, probably a better runner than a thrower. Although he is developing as a thrower. They, he and Will Howard combined to go 21 of 24 mm-hmm. uh, for K-State over the weekend and they were running the ball almost at will at U of H. Uh, Texas also will face a three-high safety look that mm-hmm. has been given Steve Sarkeesian problems in the last uh, three years here at Texas. At the same time, this Texas team has now scored 30-plus points in every single game this year, uh, which you and I both know that's 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 mm-hmm. rare co- that's high cotton for Texas. Yeah, uh, and just about for any team to have that level of consistency over a long period of time. Um, some of the some of the thoughts that you have about Sark and I mean he's going to be playing with Malik Murphy most likely as the starter. How they're going to attack this K State D and and what about this two headed quarterback monster for K State that gives you pause or makes you think, hey, this is how we need to attack it. I think um, it's a situation where we are we're in position to control our own destiny. Bottom line. We, we, all we, all we've got to do is play Texas Longhorn football and, and go out, execute, play the way we're supposed to play, prepare one day at a time, play great on defense. And, and the biggest thing is the way Sark says it. And I really believe it. We are a versatile football team. 
I don't know how we're going to beat them because I don't get to watch all the film the coaches are going to watch. I don't get to watch all the film on K-State. I don't even know us that well. But what I do know is we are a versatile team. We're great in the kicking game. We're, we can run the football. We can throw the football. We can stop the run. And we've shown we can stop the pass. So we, we've got the ability through four or five or six different methods uh, to, to get this done. We're not, we're not a one-track team. So because we are versatile, sometimes, like Sark says, the game starts and then the game unfolds. And we don't know exactly how it's going to go. But it might be a kick return. It might be a block punt. I mean, we've shown that. It might be a block field goal. It might be we kick five field goals to win the game. Uh, I don't know exactly, but I do know that we're versatile enough, we're talented enough, we're deep enough, we're physical enough, we're fast enough um, to uh, to get this done. And now we're close enough to where we win this week. we got a chance. All right. So I want to say thanks one last time to Laura Baker, uh, realtor for Keller Williams in the Austin area. Her phone number, 512-784-0505, or reach out to her via email, laura at andyallenteam.com. Uh, laura is a Austin area real estate expert, as well as a great Longhorn. Been uh, doing this for a couple decades now, and no one knows the Austin area better than Laura. Uh, we appreciate her sponsorship. Hey, Brian, um, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I, I'm looking at it, um, and the one thing that does give me, uh, not the one thing, but one of the things that gives me uh, reason to to be confident about this coming week. Texas gets Kansas State at home. Mm -hmm. uh, the crowd has been a positive for Texas this year, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, starting way back to the very first game, I, I really think the crowd has been a, a positive factor. You think that's going to matter to K State coming in here? I mean, is, is that is that something for Texas fans to think about? I mean, and I want to hear your takes on it as a coach that has seen it and felt it and that sort of thing before. No, it matters. It matters. Our, our stadium, our crowd, our lights, our music, um, it, it really matters. It, it does. We, we've got to be we, – the fans have to bring their A game. Just like the players have to bring their A game, our fans need to bring their A game. It needs to be loud when they're on offense. Um, it, it, we, we, need to, we need to be behind our guys. Uh, if we get behind by 14, we need to be behind our guys. If we get behind by 17, we need to be behind our guys. That could happen. We all we got to do is respond, but it's going to take the fans to be a championship program. You have to have championship fans like Alabama. You know, you go to Alabama, you're getting the whole. You're not just getting Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. You're getting the fan base. You know, you're you're, you're getting the music. You're getting the light show, and it's very overwhelming uh, and, and very intimidating at, at times. So, so our fans have done a great job up to now. We got to step it up, be loud, and uh, there's no doubt that home field advantage has got to give us an advantage to win this game. Got it. All right. That's Brian Irwin, uh, former head football coach uh, around the state of Texas. We appreciate him each and every uh, Monday, uh, mid afternoon, early or around lunchtime uh, with Brian. I appreciate you, bud. Thanks for stopping yeah. by and giving us a talk a little bit today. I'll talk again, um, of course, with you guys, with you probably later in the week on one mm -hmm. of the coffee and footballs. Uh, but for now that's coffee or that's lunch with a coach. With Brian Irwin, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, thank you for watching. Hook them. Hook them.